Welcome to the Uncensored Podcast, where you learn a no BS approach to growing a business built on purpose, authenticity, and integrity. Listen, you won't be getting any icky marketing or sleazy sales tips here. Just my uncensored approach to marketing, messaging, and sales with the leadership mindset you need to build a business that stands out and scales sustainably. I'm Denise Finieri, mom of three and former New York City educator and writing professor turned business coach. Let's get uncensored and get real about what it takes to be successful in today's online game. Hello, and welcome back to another week of Uncensored. I'm so excited to be with you guys today. We are going to be diving into a a topic that I love to talk about, which is creating polarizing content. And before we do that, I just, I'm like so excited. I'm in the middle of doing a five-day training. If you haven't signed up for it, I don't know what you're doing. You need to do that at the link in the show notes. And yes, there are replays, so it's okay that you might have missed the first day or two. No worries. We are going live uh, in a Zoom room, a Zoom webinar at 12 p.m. Eastern time, and I am teaching, right? I love to teach. I love to teach, guys. I love to teach you guys. So you want to make sure that you're there. It's Double Your Business, Double Your Impact. It is a free week-long training. It is amazing, and you should definitely be there. In the meantime, I'm also really excited because I'm gearing up for the holidays and I'm really looking forward to having family over in the next few weeks and all the holiday gatherings between family and friends. And I don't know about you, but I actually like having a house full of people. I know some people absolutely hate that. Um, and I hear you, <laughs> I totally hear you, but my kids are a little older now and I just, I even like toasting when they were younger. I can't even say like, oh, I like it now cause they're older. I liked it when they were younger too. Um, I don't do it all myself. So I think that's part of it. I've gotten really good over the years at delegating who's going to bring what, and I know who's always late. So like those people never, I never ask them to bring an appetizer. They bring like dessert because you know, they're usually late. (laughs) So I know exactly, you know, who to ask to bring what. And I have a menu like down to a science and I know what I'm cooking. And, you know, I, I have it down to such a science that I enjoy my time. Like, I don't feel like I'm working in the kitchen the whole time. I don't feel like I'm separated from my company the whole time. I have it down to such a science that I know exactly when to get things going and how long I have to walk around and like talk with everybody and just be with everyone. So I will say this, I wasn't always so organized. Like I said before, I had three kids. And so sometimes like the plans went awry. Um, But ultimately, like I didn't want to host and be stuck away from my company um, like the whole time. So I had to like figure out a plan and I don't just do Christmas Eve. I also host New Year's Eve (laughs) and we have like 50 people for New Year's Eve, but that I, I cater, I cater most of the food. Um, again, I want to enjoy my day and my company. So I'm just really looking forward to celebrating, you know, 2023 has been a good year. It's been a tough year. Uh, and I'll probably do a full recap on 2023. As you guys know, I love to just be completely transparent around what's going on in my business and what I'm experiencing, what I see going on with my clients so that I can be of service to you. And I can't be of service to you if I'm not being honest. So there's that. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's honestly, I don't think anything magical happens on January 1st or anything, but I, I do love the feeling of like, the end of one year and the start of another, I pretty much cry every New Year's Eve when the ball, <laughs> the ball drops. 
Um, I think because it just forces me to reflect on the past year and all the struggle and the triumph and all those amazing little moments in between. So I hope that you are all making time for that, right? As a reminder, um, I'm hosting this free training. Um, you do have to register for it. It's at the link in the show notes. It's double your business, double your impact. I'm sharing what's been working for me this year, what's been working for my clients and how to double your business, whether that's your revenue or your clientele number, uh, whether you work with people one-on-one or in groups or you have a hybrid. And although a lot of my clients are coaches, I've worked with tons of yoga teachers, tons of studio owners, wellness centers, therapists, uh, social workers, people in the holistic wellness space. Um, I love holistic wellness. It's my background, as well as obviously having a a master's degree in writing. (laughs) So uh, I just love, you know, working in that capacity. So what you'll work, you'll walk away with just as a reminder is um, claiming your authority, how to claim your authority in your industry, how to generate consistent demand through uncensored and authentic marketing, creating a community of people who you just absolutely love to serve and getting fully booked with them, how to shorten the amount of time it takes someone to become a paid client and what really to focus on to take your business to the first six figures and then 250K, 300K sustainably. And we kicked off yesterday, 12 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going live every single day this week, same time, same Zoom room. So, all right, let's tune into today's topic creating polarizing content. I want to talk about what it is and the mistakes that I see people make and the mindset that you need to create polarizing content. And you know me, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, I love to go to the Googles for definitions. So I Googled the word polarizing, right? I know what polarizing means, but I sometimes think it's really helpful for us all be on like the same page with a very simple and clear definition of what some of these words mean. So according to, I forget if it was dictionary.com, but according to Google, when I Googled it, um, to polarize, it means to cause something, especially something that contains different people or opinions to divide into two completely opposing groups. So in other words, polarizing content that clearly has opposition to it, it's content that another group of people will disagree with simply because they have a different opinion. And now you might be thinking that you know, you don't want to create content that's going to create opposition or is going to divide people or worse, have people outwardly disagree with you. And so that's the first mistake I see people make is there is there, there is this re this thought, this belief that, um, that it's not good for business to have people disagree with you or for you to disagree with your mentors. I see that show up quite a bit and that it is not good to create content that's going to divide your, maybe divide your audience or divide people, right? And sometimes this is a, it's not really a conscious awareness. A lot of times this is a subconscious pattern. It's a subconscious belief. And that's simply because human beings, we t- we're wired to be part of a community. We want to be part of a community, right? So we're hardwired for that connection. And so for a lot of people to stand out, knowing that there's going to be opposition and people who disagree with your opinion can feel very triggering and really unsafe to your nervous system because you're hardwired to want to be part of like the quote unquote tribe. I talk about this a lot. Um, 
because it, I see it come up time and time again. And this is not just for people who are just getting started. I have clients who've made 50K, 75K, and they're looking to go to 250K and they still feel very triggered because as they you know, are growing their business and they're working with more and more people, they're getting even more convicted about the things they believe. And it can feel really uncomfortable to share those beliefs, those, that, those polarizing beliefs online. And the thing is, if you are you know, worrying about people disagreeing with you or as what I, I notice happens a lot when people are, you know, getting more uh, visible as they worry about putting air quotes, trolls, you know, people reaching out to, to tell you that you're wrong, right? Like they're not just thinking it and unfollowing, they're taking their time to comment on your content or to send you a DM. And you're thinking that that's something that's bad. It's stifling your unique voice in your niche in your industry, right? And again, I want to make it so normal. Like, of course you don't want trolls. Nobody wants somebody to tell them that they're wrong, right? Like, of course you would want to make your content a little more palatable for the average person. But unfortunately, a byproduct of that is that it's stifling your unique contribution, your unique voice in your industry, Another mistake that I see uh, is people that, you know, you've looked up to are you're aware of maybe popular people in your industry, you know, the, the gurus, right, if you will, and you're aware of their opinions. And although you have a difference of opinion, you're afraid to say something different because they are, you know, bigger than you or more su successful than you. And you just think like, well, who am I to share this opinion? It goes against what this really successful person believes. And I want to give you an example of this because I think this is a, it's such a good story. So when I first started working out years ago, I mean, years ago, I'm, I'm going to be 42 in a couple of months. So I'm talking about like when I was 18, 19, 20. Uh, the big thing to do back then was cardio. If you wanted to burn fat and get, you know, your heart rate up, you had to do hours of intense cardio and you had to limit your calorie intake, right? So it was cut your calories, do tons of cardio. And that worked for a bit, right? It did work, but then it stopped and I noticed especially as I got older, that I wasn't getting stronger. I might've been getting leaner, but I didn't feel healthy and I certainly didn't feel stronger. And one, I was vegan at the time and I found a female bodybuilder who said that that method didn't work. Now, this is a method that so many people swore by and I just, and I'm sure that there's lots of you who might be listening to this now and, and it works for you. But that method had stopped working for me. And she said that the method didn't work, right? And she was like the first person I heard telling women that they needed to cut the amount of intense cardio that they were doing to stop limiting what, you know, the, their calories and needed to start lifting weights and to lift heavy. And her name is Kim Constable. I have referenced her on my podcast multiple times. I talk about her in like some of my lives because I guess you could say I'm a little obsessed. Um, I have, and for good reason, I'm obsessed. First of all, I have been following her programs. I've been a very loyal client for four, maybe five years at this point. 
And her work, her programs have changed me. They have changed my mindset. They have changed my eating habits, my relationship with food, and they have changed my shape. They've changed my strength. It, it, her, her programs work for me. <laughs> Long story short, her programs are all about eating the right amount of food, not limiting yourself, right? in calories necessarily, but eating the right amount of food and tons of it. Like there have been programs I've done with her that I struggled to eat as much food as she was telling me to eat. I was like, I'm full. And I would still be like, okay, I have to eat a little more. And it's lifting heavy weights and continually adding on heavier weights, which it's called progressive load. And then doing moderate cardio. So you're still doing cardio on her program. You're just not doing this intense cardio and you want to keep your heart rate in a particular range that's based on your age. And usually it's about uh, anywhere from 45 minutes to 60 minutes of that. She doesn't believe in intermittent fasting, which I know a lot of people love. I know a lot of people have had success on that. She doesn't believe in following a keto diet, right? No, she actually believes that you need to eat within the first 30 minutes of the day and that that meal should be pretty heavy on protein. That's her convictions. Those are her convictions. That's her methodology. That's what she believes. And it was very counter to what was very popular in the online fitness space at the time. You could say her entire brand was polarizing. All of her content was polarizing because it went against a lot of what other people were saying. And I'm saying with specifics to women, right? To women's health, women's strength training. It just went very counter to what I had been following for many years, what I saw. And I thought to myself, wow, I'll get to eat food and not do intense cardio and I can lift it a little heavier. Let me try this program. And it was also vegan. So that was another appealing factor for me at the time. And it worked and, it, and it's been working for me since. And I say, I want to share this story about her because it had to take a level of courage to decide that she was going to teach women in their 40s who are vegan how to have the shape of like women who compete, right? Who compete in like bodybuilding. Um, and not that I wanted to compete, right? But I did love the idea of, of just having muscle and feeling stronger and seeing like that strength reflected back to me in the mirror that appealed to me. And it took her willingness to know that people were going to troll her. People were going to send her messages, send her DMs, outwardly say that she is misguiding people. And I've been following her for a long time. And I can tell you, she's been very public with some of the things that people have disagreed with her on. She has faced a lot of people who have come after her. It hasn't deterred her. She's a multi-million dollar business. And she's literally over, over the last like six years, I think she's helped like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of women. Like her programs 
she'll, she'll do like a masterclass and 20,000 people will sign up for her masterclasses. So she's helped like at the hundreds of thousands of people at this point. And the way, the reason why she was able to have that level of impact is because she didn't stifle her unique contribution to the fitness industry. She owned her voice and she owned the fact that she was going to be sharing content that other people would disagree with. And she had to develop some thick skin, right? I'm sure she had to process some emotions as well that can't be easy, but she had to be willing to do that. She also had to be willing to go against what some really popular influence, fitness influencers were saying in the space at the time when she was newer, right? She had to be willing to stay true to her convictions, even though people that had more success than her were saying something else. And this is really the, the secret behind creating polarizing content. It's not to create content that is polarizing and, uh, opposition in in opposition to popular, you know, popular strategy in your niche for the sake of it, right? I'm not asking you to go find what other people are saying and like purposely disagree with them. No, this is to just own what you know to be true, what you, what has worked for you, what has worked for your clients and what is in alignment with your values and to hold true to your convictions regardless. That is what makes for good polarizing content. And that content is very magnetic because it will repel the people who completely disagree with you, right? It's You will find people unfollowing you, unsubscribing sometimes. And that is probably the place where you have to really hold the belief that that's a good thing, that you're repelling the people who are never going to want to be part of your community in a really genuine way because they simply disagree with your method or your beliefs or your values. And so those people are also never going to buy. So it's okay that they unfollow. It's okay that they unsubscribe. Because simultaneously what's happening is you're really magnetizing and attracting the right people, the people who lean in to what you're teaching, the people who lean in who are like, oh my God, she's saying the thing that I've been wishing somebody would say. And they lean in and they engage with you in their, they want to be part of this community that you're building and they will, they become clients of yours. They pay you with their time, their energy, their attention. And sometimes they become clients when they pay you with money. They pay you, right? They become part of a community because they agree. There's some part of them that agrees with you. So polarizing content is so important for your business, but not for the sake of just creating contradictory content, but because it's what you believe. It's what you are a stand for. And you have to believe that your voice matters, your beliefs matter, your convictions matter, even if they go against what some really popular beliefs and trends are in your niche. It's such good business practice, not just because it's going to attract the right people, but also This is a byproduct of you standing in your convictions. 
you're just going to have so much more fun in your business. You're going to enjoy your business so much more when you can just cut loose and say the things that you want to say instead of putting all of your content through a filter, putting all of your content through multiple revisions and editing yourself and, you know, writing something and then thinking to yourself, I can't say that. So many people are going to hate on me for this, right? You have to be willing to share it anyway. So that is what polarizing content is. That's the mindset that you have to have around it. And it's why it's so effective and it's so good for you. And it's so good for your community. And it's so good for your clients to hear your ideas, to hear your concepts, right? And to share it in the only way that you can share it, saying it in the way that only you can say it. Okay, I want to remind you that we're going to be doing a deeper dive into creating content during this week's free training. And so I highly recommend that you register so that you can either attend that session live or at the very least catch the replay. And I'm opening up at the end of every single session time for Q&A so you can ask me questions. And I'm going to be doing a full-blown Q&A day where you can bring anything that you want to ask me questions on. You can bring anything that you want coaching on, but you do have to register. And so I'm going to invite you to do that at the link in the show notes. And I want to give you one quick exercise. Okay. Before we go, I want to give you an exercise to leave you with. I want you to write down 10 things that you believe about your work, about your niche, about what you coach on or what, what you work with your clients on. I want you to write down 10 beliefs that feel edgy, 10 things that you believe that you just feel them in your bones when you coach a client and you say this to them. Or if someone was to ask you the question, tell me what you really believe about X, right? And X being your niche, (laughs) like what you help people on. Like, what do you really believe? What do you wish everybody could know about it? Okay. Those are your convictions, right? And some of it might be polarizing, probably all of it. There's going to be a group of people that disagree with you, period, hard stop. But write down 10 of them and then create content this week based on those things. And I promise you, you're going to feel a shift in your business. All right, everyone. I will see you guys next week. I hope to see you inside the free training. And don't forget to get uncensored in your business. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great week, everyone. Hey, if you want to fully book business with a community of people you love to serve and the time freedom you crave, you definitely want to coach with me inside one of my programs. But first, you should join my free Facebook group, Simple Sustainable Scaling. Don't worry, I'll link to that in the show notes. And please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps get the show out to more people. And don't forget, get uncensored. I'll see you all next week.